0: Love Talk Radio.
1: afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, October 19, 2016. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about such celebrities as Amy Schumer, Tom Hanks, and Rita Wilson, Tyga, Bella Thorne, Azalea Banks, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages.
0: So my uncle calls, and he says he's dizzy and he's losing his balance. So I'm like, Uncle, you want me to take you to a doctor? He's like, no, I'm going to look up the symptoms. I said, your symptoms are you're dizzy and you're losing your balance. So he said, I can't get on the Internet because my arm is numb. I said, well, use your good arm and dial 911. Stroke's no joke. Dial 911. Time lost is brain lost. Seriously, dial 911. Visit StrokesNoJoke.org, brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Dulo, and I love the fact that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately,
0: so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in
1: America. However, the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks is able to help provide over 3 billion meals to children and families in need all across the country. Join me in
0: the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
1: Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you want to know more about the show and if this is your first time tuning in, if you like the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Again, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash dot Follow us on Twitter at that's entertained one. That's T H A T S entertained, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O, and the number fourteen. And most importantly, follow me on the Instagram. I'm just go to T Jones Gibbs. T J O N E S G I B B S. -S 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 Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a beautiful sunny eighty degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's currently listening to the show on the phone lines and in the chat room. I see you. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And, again, if you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. And also, if you can't tune in live, You can always download the show. Listen for free on iTunes. Just go to That's Entertainment Online Radio. And you can also listen to the show on Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's over 60,000-plus radio shows and podcasts. Just type in That's Entertainment Online Radio, and you can also catch the archives on that website as well. Lots to talk about, you know, I gotta start, before I even start with the show, I gotta talk about this beautiful weather we're having here in the NYC, I mean, today is 80 degrees, it feels like summer, it feels like June, yesterday was a beautiful 78 degrees, but you know, all good things must come to an end, because... Tomorrow and Friday it's going to get back cold again So uh, for everybody who's on their lunch break And listening to the show on the computers uh, at, uh, on their break uh, Enjoy this weather because it's not going to last that long Also tonight is the final debate uh, Presidential debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump That's tonight And uh, let's get started uh, with the most talked about stories of the day. Uh we this week I'm gonna be talking about Amy Schumer. She just had a uh a stand up gig in Tampa, Florida the other day where she instead of talking about comedy, she threw in a little bit about politics in there and a lot of people just didn't like it. So they left. She told them, If you don't like what I'm talking about, leave and they left. Over two hundred people. Also this week I'm also gonna be talking about uh tiger he apparently you know he had all all this money he's been showering kylie with all these gifts his girlfriend kylie jenner and apparently he had bought some jewelry from a celebrity jeweler and uh... He's going. He's been sent to court because they want to know how come he's able to buy all these lavish gifts to his girlfriend, but he can't pay back the money that he owes to the celebrity jeweler. So something happened at the hearing yesterday, and I'll tell you what happened. Also, Azalea Banks is back in the news. Uh, apparently, Russell Crowe had a party, and uh, actor, director, rapper RZA, who we all know from the Wu-Tang Clan, he had invited Azalea to this party i guess like a plus one and he so she's supposed to be signed to his record label but you know uh R- Liza is a a good friend of Russell Crowe because he happened to uh, there was a movie that they both had starred in where he directed Russell in the movie so they're really good friends and so he invites Azalea and all hell broke loose so i'll tell you what happened also, congratulations go to our girl, Carrie Washington. She just gave birth to her second bundle of joy. She had a little boy. And uh, also, um, Sex in the City, there's a possibility for all you Sex in the City fans, including myself, there might be a sequel coming. Uh, recently, Sarah Jessica Parker uh, was on Sirius XM radio the other day, where she might said she might hint that there there might be a possible possible movie. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right. Okay. Well, you know, um Amy Schumer uh was in Tampa, Florida the other day and For all you guys know, Florida is a red state. They usually vote Republican. And she was down there, and uh, they didn't like what they was hearing. A lot of people came there, paid their hard-earned money to see Amy tell jokes. And uh, she just went into the political arena talking about bashing, not bashing Trump, but she put her feelings out there how she felt about the Republican nominee and so she she did this uh routine where she ridiculed Donald Trump and the people in Tampa didn't like it so they walked out and she said if you don't like what I have to say you can leave it didn't phase her so She comes back home to New York, where she's originally from, and she talks about what what she did, why she walked out, and, you know, she wasn't fazed by people leaving. All these Trumpies in Tampa, it didn't phase Amy Schumer not one bit. The comedian... uh, deadpanned a sarcastic non-apology to the 200 people who walked out of her Sunshine State gig this weekend after she ridiculed Donald Trump. She wrote a letter to the, the people of Tampa, kind of being sarcastic. She said, Dear Tampa, I'm sorry you didn't want me, a comedian who talked about what she believes in to mention the biggest thing going on in our country right now. How could I think it was okay to spend 5 minutes having a peaceful conversation with someone with different views? And she was she now she wrote this letter and she was at Madison Square Garden here in New York yesterday, yesterday evening. So she's telling the audience here at Madison Square Garden this letter. Uh, After the show, she said, I want you to know that I will go straight to the rehab facility that will teach me how to make all people happy, both the rich, entitled white people who are going to vote for him and the very poor people who have been tricked into it. Schumer, who's 35, had prompted Mass Walkout from her audience about 10,000 on a Sunday after she branded the Tangerine Tycoon an orange, sexual-assaulting, fake college-starting monster and invited a Trump supporter on stage to explain himself. The vocal Hillary Clinton supporter, known for her gun control advocacy, had spent time earlier that day helping Register Florida voters Still, Schumer's scorn for the Donald was met with boos and gripes on social media as fans slammed her for politicizing her comedy. And uh, yeah, and one guy she invited on stage, and she asked him plain and simple, "Why are you voting for Trump?" And you know what he said? "I can't trust Hillary Clinton." Don't you notice when you ask people who vote for who are supporting Trump why are they voting for them? To be honest with you, they don't even know why they're voting for him. I mean, they they come up with the one word answers, or they don't have any knowledge. You know, they just oh he's gonna bring jobs, he's gonna um uh, build a wall. Uh, I can't trust Hillary because he said not to trust her because she's crooked. What make her crooked? Oh, you know, they they don't have. Every time you ask them, and you should see some of these videos i I've seen some of these videos on youtube on facebook on Twitter where people are asking the trump supporter why they don't trust hillary and i mean it's 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 gone beyond the email and the benghazi the Benghazi incident, but some of them are just i mean really you don't they're not even sure why they're voting for him all they see is this celebrity bigger than life celebrity who's once again lying and promising things and most of the people that are listening to him they don't know is it safe to say they don't really know any better I don't know but uh yeah so it didn't phase Amy it didn't phase her at all Uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have received apologies from multiple tabloids which ran false stories that the pair was getting a divorce. National Enquirer and Star, which said the actor alleged affair with his co-star ruined his marriage, have also retracted their reports. Both news outlets are owned by American Media, Inc., which Hank recently slammed as he denied the divorce rumors. American Media, Inc., owner of Star and the National Enquirer often run fabricated stories to sell their tabloids. In addition to apologizing to Hank and Wilson, the two tabloids had changed their online story that will run corrections in the upcoming print edition. Now, you're saying, what is really going on? National Enquirer uh, previously reported that Meg Ryan, who Tom Hanks had starred in the movie, um, the 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 You Got Mail. I think that was the movie they were in. You Got Mail, and it apparently they reported that he Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan uh, was having some kind of relationship, and they posted on the website and they said uh, they uh, now they retracted saying they did not intend to report that. Tom Hanks was having any kind of inappropriate relationship with Meg Ryan or that he and Rita Wilson were divorcing. And as for the star, they claim Wilson was jealous of Hanks relationship with his infernal co-star Felicity Jones. They said they did not intend to report that either that they was having some inappropriate relationship and and so they would p- apologize and they regret any implication to the contrary. Uh, he added that he and his wife used to laugh off at the tabloid stories about them, but he finally decided to call out the publication because their marriage is the foundation of their family. It's sacred to them, and they they couldn't allow such nonsense. And a- after the, the they just celebrated twenty 29th wedding anniversary. As a matter of fact, they're going to celebrate their 29th wedding anniversary next April. Tiger suddenly fell ill during a hearing yesterday morning. Uh, The rapper reportedly started to lose his memory and became confused when asked how he could afford the luxury gifts he gave his girlfriend Kylie Jenner, but couldn't pay the money he owned celebrity jeweler Jason Arashibin. According to TMZ, Tiger attended the Tuesday hearing after he failed to pay for a diamond watch and necklace worth more than $200,000, which he procured back in 2013. The site said that T-Rod looked healthy and even flipped off their photographer when he was making his way to the courtroom. He also did a good job answering questions about his income and what he owes. However, he began to feel unwell when he was asked about the expensive gift he'd given Kylie. He also told the lawyer he just couldn't go on, and the proceeding ended up getting halted. His hearing has been rescheduled for November 1st, which also happened to be the same day that Kylie is set to come in her own questioning. So she's going to get ready to come in, where they're going to question her. Now, Tiger is no longer a strange. He's no stranger to making headlines for his financial problems, despite multiple lawsuits from his former landlords and having lots of his car repossessed. He still tried to impress his 19-year-old girlfriend with a lot of pricey presents. He gave the reality TV star. Get this, a $200,000 brand new mercedes Maybach for her birthday back in August, a massive ring for Christmas last year, and a Ferrari for her 18th birthday last year. And having shown a lot of skins in some pictures she shared on social media, it's just the right time for Bella Thorne to make her playboy debut debut. Uh, the 19-year-old actor has posed for the magazine November issue for his monthly no-filter feature. Bella Channel, a girl from the 1970s supporting red curly hair in the images, she paid tribute to David Bowie in some of the foes bearing her cleavage in an unbuttoned red bomber jacket that has the late singer last name Stitch On the back of it, Uh, she also struck some seductive poses in a blue satin top and a new color shorts while sitting and lying on the bed. Now, another provocative shot featured her wearing a red dress and high heels. Now, you're saying, okay, this woman, this young lady, is a former Disney actress. Why would she play, you know, pose for Playboy? So she got a lot of uh, haters talking about her doing this kind of thing. Um, you know, she said that uh, she she's tired of haters who try to shame a woman's sexiness. Uh, she said this in a recent interview. She said that, quote, she um, people who criticize her sexy foes, people who are constantly trying to change me every second of the day, especially on social media, I'm not fed up with social media. I understand that. But people like to comment on how my image is too edgy, that I'm too edgy, and on, and on how they wish I look. It's a lot to do this, don't do that. To them, I say f off. So, she, you know, she's going out to all her haters because apparently they're never satisfied with what she, how she looks. She's too edgy. She's a former Disney actress. She's supposed to be this. She's supposed to be that. You know, that reminds me um, when uh, Lisa Bonet. Um, who played uh, the, the the middle daughter to on the Bill Cosby show, and how when she left the show, uh, she got her she ended up playing a risky role in uh, starring opposite Robert De Niro. De Niro when she had to appear she didn't do a nude scene but there was some small nudity and people were like shocked. They was like, how could she? She was supposed to be wholesome and clean. But you got to remember, these are actors. So the characters that they play is not the real them. So when they go outside the box and do something that they, their fans are not used to them seeing, people don't like it. Uh, in her case, you know, it, they don't like the way she's dressed. You know, when she was on Disney, you know, she was dressed a certain way. So they expect her to look a certain way. But you know that was just part of the role. Uh, another example with uh, Bradley Cooper when he was playing the uh, the movie with the uh, he was uh, the military uh, the the former Marine who got killed. He was a, sh- a sharpshooter, and a lot of people thought uh, he was rep- a Republican because of the character he played. When really. Bradley Cooper is a Democrat. He's a registered Democrat. So a lot of people didn't like the fact that he was playing somebody. It's it's just crazy, you know. These are actors. So so she's saying, people, you know, just calm down. You know, this is, you can't change me. This is who I am. Azalea Banks. Uh, she has given her version of the altercation with Russell Crowe after filing a battery report against him. Uh, according to the uh, the rapper, she and the gladiator actor was flirting before the alleged fight. Now, while Russell inner circle continues to deny that he is a racist and insists that Azalea repeatedly used the N word, uh, she says she was invited to the party at Russell's home. Uh, hotel room, rather by Wu Tang Clan rapper Um uh, There was also director Ridley Scott there, comedian Jeff Jeffries, and the Swedish pop star Elephant. They were among some of the guests at this bash. She said that Russell had moonshine on the table. He called her for whiskey. They started mixing it up. Uh, they start, you know. She said that. Uh, You know they had they had liquor. There was weed there, and she claimed that Russell was flirting with her. And then next thing you know, that they were having a good time, and then all of a sudden he did something where, or she he did something where uh, he said something to her. He told her to get out. Uh, You know. and meanwhile, RZA is standing there the whole time. Now, and then she is sending a. She's. Um, she went to the police to file a report on this. Now, here's the latest. She said, "A um, matter of fact, she was. She signed on RZA's record label, but now a new report came out where that record deal is over because." before it even started because apparently she didn't take he, she felt that Riza didn't take her side in the alleged altercation with Russell Crowe. Uh they said that the, the the that she backed out of the deal uh, Azalea, she that was set to close this week after claiming that RISA did not defend her during an alleged blowout with Crowe at the party at the Beverly Hill Hotel. She claimed Sunday that Crow called her the N-word, spat on her before throwing her out of the room after she came as a guest of her Wu-Tang rapper pal. Now, um, they're saying that 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 the, now she went ahead and she filed this police report claiming that he choked her in addition to spitting and using the N-word. Now, um, again, she was negotiating a deal with RZA Label for the past few weeks but couldn't get over the fact that he did not come to her defense against Crow, and the blowout reportedly followed the uh, to the rapper's remark about Crow's music selection. Apparently she said something about his music, and um, she said that Russell claimed that he threatened to... Break a glass and use it to cut other guests. So there's a lot of uh, accusations going on, but one pr- a person said that, it cr- that it, he didn't do no such thing. Apparently, he he wrapped her in a he hugged her like in a bear hug, carried her out of the party once he saw she was reaching for the glass, uh, and that was it. Now, RZA, again, is a good friend of Russell Crowe. Again, he directed Crowe in his 2012 film, The Man with the Iron Fist, and he starred alongside him in the film American Gangster. The rapporteur and director had cast Banks in his musical drama, Coco. So this is a, a developing story. Uh, it's going to be going on for probably a couple of weeks now, so we'll, we'll see what's going to, go, what's going to go happen with this case. Uh, Carrie Washington, congratulations to her. She has welcomed her newest bundle of joy. The Scandal Starlight had given birth to her second child, a son named Caleb Kalichi Asamunga. He arrived on October 5th. Washington and her husband, former NFL player Namdi Asamunga, who's 35, are already parents to a daughter that's two years old named Isabel In March, she revealed how her scandal character, Olivia Pope, prepared her for motherhood. Pope had an abortion midway through Season 5 of the hit ABC drama. Right now we have here 25 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news. Celebrity News, and Pop Culture. If you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you will get a reminder when I'm on the air live. And also make sure you follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1, T-H-A-T-S, Entertainment number one. Like us on Facebook at That's Entertainment, uh, www.facebook.com slash That'sEntertainment.radio. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto 14 and you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. A lawyer for the family of Jim Carrey's late girlfriend, Katharina uh, 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 White, they are attacking the actor for not releasing his STD test results. Bridget Sweetman had given her, given her daughter X an ultimatum a week ago, claiming she would drop her wrongful death lawsuit against Carrey if he proved to be STD free. Carrie is being sued by Sweetman, along with White's estranged husband, Mark Burton, for infecting the 28-year-old Irish woman with three sexually transmitted diseases and allowing her access to the prescription drugs, which ultimately killed her. Sweetman is requesting a Quest diagnostic lab report for the blood sample Carrie gave in January 2013 under the name Jose Lopez. Martin Singer, an attorney for Carrie, responded to Sweetman's initial statement on dropping the lawsuit, but made no mention of the actors releasing his STD results. Carrie gave White chlamydia and two types of herpes and later lied about it and broke up with the makeup artist when she confronted him about it in 2013. When ultimately... Uh, when White ultimately took her own life on the third anniversary of her father's death in September 2015, about a week after going through another breakup with Carrie. And NBC has officially cut ties with Billy Bush in the wake of the leak over the 2005 audio recording of his lewd conversation with Donald Trump. The network announced on Monday, October 17th, that Bush leaving the, the Today show. Now, Bush was immediately suspended after his old conversation with Trump, in which the Republican nominee bragged about using his celebrity status to approach women, leaked. NBC spent more than a week negotiating the terms of departure with Bush and his crisis lawyer before announcing his departure. Under the separation agreement, Bush is free to seek work elsewhere right away, and other details about the term of departure are not available, although it was previously reported that Bush would get $10 million settlement from NBC. Hours before NBC announced that Bush exit, Melania Trump sat down with CNN, CNN and Fox News. She defended her husband, blaming Bush for the lewd conversation. She told CNN Anderson Cooper she was surprised because that is not the man that she knows. She's referring to Donald Trump. She said, quote, she does believe that it was boy talk, she believes it was boy talk, and she said that Donald was egged on by the host to say dirty and bad stuff. Now, Cooper also asked Melania about sexual abuse allegation against Trump. She believes her husband has not done anything inappropriate with women over the years. And she also told uh, Anderson that she said she would be standing near near Donald Donald Trump, and women would just walk up to him and give 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 him their number while she's standing right there. So I don't know. And then um, all these women, now what is it? Nine nine women so far came out. Uh, saying that the, Donald Trump, uh, he he, all these allegations about him touching them, uh, saying things to them, all these nine women are coming out, and then they're saying that they had something to do with the Clintons putting it out there. And a lot of people had compared it to what Bill Cosby went through. But see, when Bill Cosby was going through it, all hell broke loose. I mean they banned the show from ever airing they, they all but it's like this guy Donald Trump it's like he's untouchable nothing anything that comes out it don't phase him nobody it doesn't bother him it doesn't affect his you know what people like about him it's just it's just ridiculous and speaking of Billy Bush, uh, several of Billy Bush former Today Show colleagues wished the recent fire host well in their first broadcast since his ousting. Matt Lauer was among those who took time during Tuesday show to send kind words to Bush a day after he was booted from his today hosting gig for his crude comments about women in a non infamous two thousand five video with Donald Trump. NBC News announced last night that Billy Bush would be leaving the Today Show affected immediately, knowing that he was a valued colleague and a longtime member of the broader NBC family. A statement Billy released separately last night read in part that, quote, I look forward to what lies ahead, and, of course, all of us here at Today wish Billy the very best. Uh, Hoda Kopti added that she enjoyed sharing the desk with Bush when he filled in for Guilford earlier this year. Right now we have here 133. I'm going to go ahead and uh take a uh a music break. Uh but when we come back, I'm going to give you the latest on uh, Justin Bieber. Apparently, he wanted everyone to simply listen to him when he was talk, when he was trying to talk to them at the concert. And of course, uh, Justin Bieber got felt some kind of way and uh, he told his he was kind of scolding his own fans i'll tell you the latest about that also uh gwen stefani is heading back to the voice uh after skipping last the last two seasons she's going to be set to return along with alicia keys i'll tell you more about that and uh, Madonna is Billboard's Woman of the Year. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
0: Entertainment. The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio.
1: Right now we have here of almost twenty twenty minutes till uh, the twenty minutes till two. Uh, that was the latest from new music from Pitbull called "Green Light," featuring Flo Rida. Uh, just before we went to the music break, I was telling you about this latest story on Justin Bieber. Apparently, he had wanted everyone to simply listen to him when he was uh, when he was in talks uh, talking to them at his concert. The Canadian singer ended up infuriated some of his fans. That he scolded a bunch of them and calling them obnoxious. Believers who kept screaming during his Purpose show in Birmingham, England on Monday, October 17, in a video taken and shared online by concertgoers, Bieber took a break from performing his songs to share a story about how he massively, successfully tore, has been keeping him away from his family and friends. This was when he found the crowd loud screaming with the loud screaming irritating, but not all believers were okay with Bieber's request. Some of them branded the 22-year-old rude and disrespectful towards his fans. However, a lot of other believers came to the singer's defense, saying that asking the crowd to stop screaming when he was speaking was completely normal. You know. Justin Bieber, uh, this is not the first time he has did this. Uh, You remember uh, a couple of months ago, he uh, was at a, uh, it was one of his concerts. Uh, He was in, uh, just had finished a song, or he was in the middle of the song, and some of the fans got a little uh, rowdy, and uh, he threatened to walk off the stage and stop the show if they didn't stop, you know, screaming and being rowdy know i think justin bieber is getting to a point where i don't know if he's getting a little tired maybe you know maybe he misses his family like he says but you know he's also very moody you know he he goes from hot and cold in an instant and he gets irritated or bothered easily or annoyed easily so i don't know this you know this might cost him a lot of fans who you know saying that he's not you know, he's being rude. He's you know, that could turn a lot of fans off. Uh, Sex in the City two will likely get a sequel soon. Uh, E Online reported back in May that Sarah Jessica Parker told Sirius XM satellite radio show Just Jenny There were no plans to make a third movie, but the Sex and City star herself recently hinted it was nearby. Parker is currently starring on the new HBO comedy series Divorce as Frances, a suburban working mom whose marriage is fundering. Created by Sharon Horgan, it premiered on October 9th. And director F. Gary Gray, uh, straight out of Compton, might have failed to win at this year's Academy Award, but he has a chance to bring home an Oscar with Fast and Furious 8. Vin Diesel believed that with Gary sitting on the helmet chair, the 8th Fast and Furious movie will have a chance to win at next year's Academy Awards. While the movie is not coming to the theaters until next year, the 49-year-old actor promised fans in New York City that they could expect to see the first trailer before Christmas. Fast and Furious 8 is set for an April 14, 2017 release in theaters. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Michelle Rodriguez, Elsa Pataki, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Jason Statham, and Lucas Black are returning for the previous movies. The new additions include Charlize Theron, Natalie Emmanuel, Kurt Russell, and Helen Mirren. And Gwen Stefani is heading back to The Voice after skipping the last two seasons. The no-doubt front woman is set to return as a judge coach on the NBC singing competition for the upcoming 12th season next year. She is replacing Miley Cyrus to join the returning judges, Adam Levine, Blake Shelton, and Alicia Keys. Miley, who was 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 a new addition to the panel this season, along with Keys, who will return later for season 13 due next fall. In the meantime, fans were treated to a live collaboration between Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton at the White House. The real-life couple took to the stage together at the uh, President Obama's final state dinner, delivering Go Ahead and Break My Heart. The President and the First Lady threw the special gathering in honor of Italian Prime Minister Matteo Renzi and his wife Agnes. Stefani, whose father is of Italian descent, took the mic while Shelton strummed his guitar. Among the A-list guests was uh, Chance the Rapper, believe it or not. And uh, Ryan Murphy's American Crime Story will get an early renewal. FX is reporting so impressed, well, they were so impressed by the script for the show's season three that it's immediately picked up for a third installment. Even though season two hasn't got a premiere date just yet, in the third outing, the true crime anthology series will focus on Johnny Versace murder by serial killer Andrew C- uh, Cudanin in 1997 it's based on the book by maureen orth and uh before diving into the versace story the show will also tackle hurricane katrina first in the season two premiere of the show uh, president george w book who t- bush who took a lot of heat for the the Poor Handling of the 2005 Crisis and Never Recovered Politically After the National Disaster is going to be featured in the sophomore set along with other governor government officials like Secretary of State, Condoleezza Rice, New Orleans Mayor Ray Nagin, Negan, and Louisiana Governor Kathleen Blanco. The show on the controversial murder of Nicole Brown Simpson was in the first season. Because, you know, they did so well with the uh, People versus O.J. Simpson sh- trial, which got them two—I uh, think it was what—two Emmy nominations. Um, Courtney Vance got a nomination, and I forgot the other man' um, name. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, but uh, he he won as well. They did so well with that O.J. Simpson uh, movie that they're coming with. Season two, they're going to focus on Hurricane Katrina. And then on season three, they're going to do the Johnny Versace murder. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Malik um, Zane, Zayn Malik, he revealed in his new autobiography that the reason why he left One Direction is because he wasn't allowed to write lyrics about sex. The Pillow Talk hitmaker also opened up about how his lyrics had changed since quitting the British boy band in 2015. Uh, he said, quote, Every lyric I ever written had a story behind it, all the hard work that went into the creation of Pillow Talk and worthwhile, because as soon as it was finished, I initially felt I was on the right path, unquote. It's due out on November 1st. Uh, Zane memoir chronicles his life from childhood to stardom, including his five-year son, In One Direction. Uh, right now we have uh, 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I might be going into overtime because I started the show a little late. So if you're currently uh, on the phone lines, you could still hold on to listen. If you're just listening through your computer or your phone, I encourage you to call in and listen to the rest of the show. We're going to go into maybe a, a five-minute overtime. But um Again, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. With the latest from Calvin Harris, featuring Rihanna, and this is what you came for right now. we have here um about eleven minutes left remaining in the show, and for the last remaining stories of the day, we have um you know uh Madonna is uh, Billboard's Woman of the Year. Uh, she will be uh, feted at the 11th Annual Billboard Women in Music Event on December 9th in New York City. Uh, she follows in the footsteps of Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, and Lady Gaga. According to the Billboard match, has extended her record as the highest-grown female touring artist of all time with her Rebel Heart World Tour. Material Girl has reportedly sold more than 1 million tickets and pocketed an estimated $170 million. And John Mayer and uh, Christina Aguilera dropped out of a tribute concert to Prince, but it was still an amazing night at the Excel Energy Center in St. Paul, Minnesota, Stevie Warner, and Chaka Khan were among the biggest stars performing at the event on Thursday, October 13. President Obama kicked off the party with a video message thanking Prince for all the great work he had done and that he will be in our hearts forever. Wonder, wearing a suit and a purple shirt, joined Chaka Khan for a duet on Prince I'll Feel For You. The two later performed Prince hit 1999. Morris Day, Prince's childhood friend in Minneapolis, joined his band at time to perform tracks from the group's album and what time it is? Time. What time is it? Which was recorded at Prince Studio. Prince backing a band Three Eye Girl, Tori Kelly, Nicole Scherzinger, Anita Baker, and Dougie Fresh also performed at the concert. Prince's sister Taika Nelson appeared on stage to deliver a speech. And meanwhile, John Mayer and Christina Aguilera, who were supposed to be headliners at the concert, canceled their appearance. Uh, as for Mary, uh he had a, che- a change of schedule, that's why he didn't show up. And as for Aguilera, she had been advised by her doctors not to perform due to a vocal illness she had been trying to shake all week. Uh, she was replaced by Jesse J. at the concert. Man, I wish I was there. And did you guys hear that they, uh, they opened uh, Prince Paisley Park and made it a museum? Uh, they had uh, featured on the Today Show and on the... Uh, access Hollywood and entertainment tonight I mean it's for for Prince fans it I, I mean it's just incredible I would love to go because um, it shows the studio where he does all his recording uh, he also has a part where they he performed jam sessions there's also a script where he has a uh, the script to the movie Purple Rain, his Oscar, the motorcycle from the movie, his clothes from the movie, it's its unbelievable. Also, I wanted to uh, talk about, uh, you know, 2016 so far uh, has been a great year for many, but in Hollywood it's been nothing but sadness because we lost so many uh, celebrities. Uh, last Wednesday, uh, just when I went off the air, I found out about uh, – about Tommy from uh, from Martin Show, um, Tommy Ford, and uh, he had just passed away. He was only fifty-two years old. He had a abdominal aneurysm, and uh, right after I got off the air, a friend of mine said, "Oh, do you hear about Tommy?" And uh, I had the privilege to talk to Tommy one time on another French show here on Block Talk Radio. Very nice guy, well respected, and. Um, if you guys have remember I had interview uh Tori uh Tori Lynn who wrote a book about the divorce. She and uh, Tommy teamed up because she that uh was making a movie about her book. Um if you want to check out that the uh, interview that I did with Tori Lynn about her book The Divorce, you can always go back to the archives and uh she they had did some filming and uh, she had said that um he was. She just spoke to him about two weeks ago where he was doing the finishing editing of the movie, and then he got sick, and um, apparently he was sick since that Sunday. So uh, rest in peace to Tommy, a very nice man, very uh, respected actor. He's truly going to be missed. Um, yeah, we lost so many people. Uh, Gene Wilder. Uh, I remember I used to work at a very... Five Star Hotel in the Upper East Side And uh, Gene Wilder Used to come in To the hotel And he was so friendly To the staff Another nice actor That's truly going to be missed It's just And Bill Nunn Also who we know From uh, the uh, Spike Lee movie uh, Do the right thing So it's been We lost a lot of celebrities This year And those are just The recent ones That I didn't get to mention On the show uh, For the past couple of weeks Uh, Two unreleased David Bowie tracks, No Plan and When I Met You, were unveiled on the BBC radio on Tuesday, October 18. The third and final unreleased song, Killing a Little Time, has yet to be revealed. Both songs are set to appear on the disc two of the upcoming Lazarus cast album, along with Killing Time and Lazarus, which appeared on Bowie's final album, Black Star, which was released just days before his death. In January, the Lazarus cast album is set to be released as a two-CD or three-LP set on Friday, October 21st. The first disc features the Lazarus musical cast, Michael C. Hall, and Sophia Ann Caruso singing such Bowie classics as Changes, The Man Who Sold the World, Life on Mars, and Heroes. The Lazarus Musical will make its London premiere on October 25th at King Cross Theater and will run until January 22nd, 2017. And Mariah Carey is set to return to New York's Beacon Theater this December for her third annual All I Want for Christmas is You concert series. According to Live Nation, the five-time Grammy winner will perform songs from our 1994 album Merry Christmas and 2010 Merry Christmas to You. Mariah posted on Instagram that she was happy to announce and to be back at the Beacon Theater. Um, in other news, uh, Cher is bringing her classic Cher tour to Las Vegas and in Maryland in 2017. She partnered up with AEG Live and MGM Resort International. The Goddess of Pop will kick off her residency in February with shows at the Park Theater in Monte Carlo and MGM National Harbor, the theater. Tickets go on sale on October 23rd. Cher will perform at the Park Theater at Monte Carlo on February 8, 10, 11, 14, 18, 19, 22nd, 24th, and 25th, while the theater at MGM National Harbor shows are set for March 17th, 19th, and 20th. And uh, Mariah, the tickets for her concert series uh, will begin today. The public will get uh, start buying tickets on Saturday, October 22nd with the hashtag Christmas time is in the air again. And candidates for the 2017 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction in New York City this coming April are announced. Janet Jackson and the late Tupac Shakur are among the nominees, consisting of a total of 19 music acts. The list is then more diverse ballads in history. They are Bad Brain, Shaka Khan, Chic, The Peach, the Peach, the Peach, the Peach Mode, Electric Light Orchestra, Jay Galban, Band, Jane's Addiction, Joan uh, Baez. Joe Tex, Journey, Craftwork, MP5, Pearl Jam, Stephen Wolf, The Cars, The Zombies, and Yes. Justin Timberlake offered new details regarding his forthcoming fifth studio album. The Can't Stop the Feeling hitmaker confirmed his next album will feature collaboration with Pharrell Williams, Max Martin, and Timberland. In a new interview with BBC, Justin asked whether his next record leaned towards country as he was spotted with Little Big Town in the studio or will it be geared towards R&B, which he was uh, in the uh, studio with uh, Pharrell and Timberland. Um, but he did say he, it's, it's going to be neither. He just, um, you know, uh, that uh, Max Martin, uh, he had written some of NSYNC's biggest hits over the years and most recently collaborated with Justin on the Troll soundtrack, Can't Stop the Feeling. So um, besides his fifth album, Justin will compose and serve as music supervisor for the soundtrack of the upcoming movie, The Devil in the Deep Blue Sea, which his wife, Jessica Bill, will produce and have a role in. And Frank Ocean is reportedly ineligible for the 2017 Grammy Award race. While the 28-year-old singer released two new albums, Blonde and Endless, this year, his return to the Grammy next year will be on hold. When the Grammy nominees are revealed on December 8th, Frank will not be on the list as he did not submit his album by the September 30 eligibility deadline to be considered for the annual awards show. While a representative for Frank hasn't commented on the issue yet, a Grammy spokesperson confirmed that his album had not been submitted for consideration. Initial uh, entries for Grammy considerations were due on August 24th. Uh, It's unclear whether Frank Album was intentionally not submitted for the Grammys or an oversight took place. Last year, Drake Hotline Bling was also not submitted for the Grammys consideration. Blonde debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart with 276,000 equivalent album units in its first week. Frank debut studio album Channel Orange*, and NAB 3 nomination at the 2013 Grammy Award for Album of the Year, Best New Artist, and Record of the Year. He won Best Urban Contemporary Album. And uh, Nicki Minaj, she had made some comments about Kanye's west West's uh, hit, Gold Digger. She had a problem with the lyrics. So she wanted to clarify uh, the, uh, the the raptress. She denied slamming the lyrics to the 2005 hit, which is about black men being more likely to marry a white woman after they become successful. And this is what Dicky said. Uh, she said, quote, uh, slam a man's genius who gave me one of the biggest looks of my career. I say he wasn't kidding. He was speaking the truth about the industry, unquote. A fan praised the side-to-side side rapper, tweeting, I'm so happy that Nikki is supporting Kanye. The media always tried to drift great minds apart. She said, um, you know, she uh, he doesn't apologize for his choices. He tells the truth about stuff people don't want to hear. Um, in the interview with Marie Claire, Nicki's, uh took issue with Kanye's portrayal of the relationship between black men and women in Gold Digger, giving, uh, saying that, Uh, after he eventually married Kim Kardashian, but Kanye hasn't commented on the issue just yet. And uh, Beyonce, uh, everybody's talking about Beyonce uh, for the past couple of days. Uh, She was left bleeding on stage during a live stream titled X, 10-15 10:15 concert on Saturday night. Uh, the singer suffered from an ear injury after her earring ripped during the haunted performance at the Block K Center in Brooklyn over the weekend. Uh, on the big screen, it displayed one of her ears was seen, you know, oozing blood. She was rocking along, braided ponytail, uh, form-fitting lo- leotard, and thigh-high boots. Uh, the uh, she just touched her injured ear and looked unfazed when she noticed blood in her finger. And but she continued to sing without missing a beat. Now, um Beyonce is uh... She she was she was not only the she was not the only big star at the the Tidal concert. Uh, she was also joined by Alicia Keys, uh, Nicki Minaj was also there. Lauren Hill, Common, T.I. and Robin Thicke. Uh, last year, Tidal also held a star-studded concert featuring Minaj, Lil Wayne, Usher and Nick Jonas. Well, that will do it for me for today. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.